0: Welcome to Standard Chartered Money Insights, a podcast series by Standard Chartered Bank that brings you market views and insights on the go.
1: Hello everyone, my name is Manpreet and welcome to Cut to the Chase. Now with the S&P 500 briefly falling intraday by more than 20% from its January peak, there have been a lot of headlines talking about a bear market before we get into the market outlook itself for this week, I thought I'd dig around a little to understand why we focus on 10% as a marker for a correction and 20% for a bear market. It turns out there was little I could find beyond these numbers simply being convention. For the more statistically oriented, over the past 20 years, it seems one standard deviation of annual returns on the S&P 500 comes to about 17%. Now, it's important not to forget, though, that all these apply to the S&P 500. I've seen a lot of popular media use the same levels for more volatile indices like the NASDAQ, but statistically, that is more of a stretch. Of course, if you have more insight behind these drawdown numbers and how they became convention, please do drop me a line on LinkedIn. Now, in the US, if you're worried about the market falling into the conventional definition of bear market, uh, there are three things we'd focus on this week. First is the release of the minutes of the last Fed meeting and PCE inflation which you will recall is one of the Fed's preferred measures of inflation. What the market is likely to look for here, of course, is how closely policymakers are aligned around raising rates by what is already priced into markets and whether there are further signs inflation has peaked, with the PC inflation number possibly falling further from its March reading. Now, these are key because we currently see two themes in the market. One is how much is the Fed likely to hike versus what is already priced. And if you recall over the past week or so, we've been of the view that the repricing higher of Fed rates may be drawing to a close, and hence potentially removing one key source of pressure on risky assets. The second theme, of course, was the jump in worries about the health of the US consumer following several retail sector earnings last week. Now this week, we get uh, more retailers release their earnings, but we'd also focus on the University of Michigan Consumer Sentiment Index due Friday, because that may offer a more direct view into the US consumer's health a little bit separated from specific company challenges like inventory management. Third, we'd keep a little statistics in mind. Now, the S&P 500 has been down for seven consecutive weeks, which is the longest weekly losing streak since 2001. And one report I came across this morning also argued that the last three bear markets, which did not coincide with the recession, witnessed a peak to trough loss on the S&P of about 21% on average, which is about where the market is now. So overall, uh, draw your own conclusions, but at a minimum, it does argue we are due at least a little bit of a respite in the next couple of weeks. Now that's in the US, of course, but moving to the outlook for Asia and China, there's certainly a little bit more optimism, uh, much of this stemming from two policy measures from late last week, which we discussed partly in the Through the Noise podcast. Now one was, of course, the central bank's cut in its five-year benchmark interest rate, which should support long-term borrowing such as mortgages. Second was helping specific model real estate developers regain access to funding markets. Both measures, of course, are key because they fit into one key thesis behind a positive view on Asian uh, equities and dollar bonds, which is uh, having a significant turn in policy direction. Now, in the week ahead, the calendar is relatively light for China, but we'd also keep a close watch for any further measures of policy support, as well as whether recent measures are helping market extend gains. Now, elsewhere in Asia, we're also like, should expect to see uh, Singapore releasing its April inflation data, while central banks in Indonesia and South Korea are also scheduled to meet to set policy rates. So, relatively quiet a week, but still quite a few key data points to focus on as we sort of proceed through the rest of this full week. Uh, but we'll take a pause there. As always, if you enjoyed this podcast, please don't forget to rate and like it. Thanks for listening and wish you a happy trading day ahead.